0: Welcome to Elevation Nation, where we dive deep, vibe high, and radiate love. There's a renaissance occurring on Earth right now. It's a soul renaissance, it's a return of people back into their hearts to find a heart centered way of living. Elevation Nation's mission is to promote love and to support all of you warriors of love out there as you walk through this new life in this new way of being, giving you powerful tools and just letting you listen to people chat about their challenges, their growth, their successes, and hopefully inspire each of you to add love into the equation every time.
1: Hi, this is Allison, and I'm so excited to be talking to Nicole on Elevation Nation. And we're going to be talking about COVID-19 and mindfulness and how to get ourselves on track and feeling good during this odd isolation slash quarantine time. So, Nicole, I'm so glad we're back and we're able to talk and discuss and chat about how you're doing and what you're doing and maybe some practices you can share.
0: Yes, it's awesome to talk to you again, Allison, and thanks for having me today. Um, So with the COVID-19 quarantine, I started using a new word. I started using instead of calling it by its name because I almost feel like I keep adding energy to it every time I say its own name. I started just calling it the reset, like during this reset that we're going through. This has been my my thing for the past 24 hours, I guess. <laughs> um, so during our reset, what I've been noticing is some stuff within my own home and my own self mostly. And so I thought we could talk about that a little bit today, kind of turning it more on a personal level and then maybe just the things that I'm experiencing other people can relate to as well.
1: I love how you renamed it as reset. And really using a new language um, to identify what is going on. I think that's really healthy for, uh, you know, kids to, to not see it as something always so frightful, but something that can be manageable, like a reset button. So I love that, that, like, imagery and that feeling of, like,
0: pressing a button like this is a reset. Yes, and I think that depending what your life is like right now, it almost feels to me like there's two different realities going on at the same exact time and personally I believe that in life there's always a whole bunch of you know paradigms existing at the same time or parallel universes that we're all living through at the same time but even with this one I feel like it it depends truly on where you find yourself within our society for instance I am pretty much isolated I stay at home and the outside world doesn't affect me that much so I feel like I'm living in this period where calling it a reset for me is really accurate because it's just quiet time. It's closing off all the external stimuli and being inside, which is truly a reset for me. Now, if you're a person who's out in the professional world of you know medical care, you might not be as apt to call it a reset. You might still be calling it COVID nineteen or the coronavirus time. So my reality is probably different than some of the listeners. You know, I am definitely on the, let's call it safer side, where I'm able to focus my energies on this resetting or rebirth that we're going through. Um, so just not to discount anybody who is going through all of that. That's, you know, I'm incredibly grateful to people on the front lines. And, you know, my heart goes out to people who have, you know, been affected physically and, and in their health by the, the virus or if they've lost any loved ones. Um So, again, it it goes back again to, like, this is my personal experience. You know, I'm calling it a reset because that feels accurate for me right now.
1: I think that's accurate for, you know, a lot of Americans also um, using that word. It's funny. My sister, Nicole, lives in Oregon, and we're on the East Coast, so we are surrounded by New York and New Jersey, and right now we're sort of, like, smack dab in, like, this weird epicenter of COVID-19 where where she is is an hour let's say west of Portland. She has two cases, but her parks are closed, the banks are closed, the businesses are closed, but it looks a lot different where she lives compared to how we feel it. And it sort of feels like 9-11 a little bit, living so close to New York City and many Lehigh Valians, you know, travel to New York or have friends in New York. So when 9-11 hit, like the East Coast felt 9-11, Where people, like our friend in Hawaii was like, yeah, you know, it was bad, but it seemed really distant. So depending on where you're living in the United States, it can be
0: impacting you differently. Yeah, I really agree. I think regardless, it is this time, and I'm calling it a reset because I feel like we are truly pressing the button on like nope not gonna do that anymore gonna do it different (laughs) yeah and so it's this time I believe where the world is going to be in a massive shift you know I mean we're already feeling that but I, I keep hearing people saying we are going to go back to dot 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 But I don't think we're going back ever. It feels like we're only going to go forward. And I think we're going to be leaving behind a lot of the stuff we used to do, a lot of the habits, a lot of the pacing that we were, I'm hoping almost that we do leave some of that stuff behind. But it really feels like a reset button to me where we're going to, we're having this quiet time to go in and be more self-aware, have time to grow, turn to spirituality, which I believe... In our world, people are so busy on a daily basis that they don't take that quiet time to be mindful, to go inside, to listen to their heart, maybe to connect with God. This morning I was having a conversation. I had this great group of friends. We always meet up at Starbucks in the morning. So since we can't do that now, we can't actually sit around a table. I and miss coffee.
1: my Starbucks. That
0: is so <laughs> spoiled. And like No, it's so but true. But
1: this is so bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well I still do it I mean I wish I had like a little independent coffee shop I could go to but we don't have that around here and at least Starbucks has kept their drive through open so what we've been doing is once a week usually on a Friday we'll each of us drive through and get our coffee at the drive through, and then we park in the parking lot so we're calling it a parking lot party <laughs> and then we, we just talk from our cars kind of like when police officers pull up you know like nose to nose with their car <laughs> so we do that and we just we catch up with each other and get to see each other's face um, but this morning it was kind of funny because our conversation was um, – it was just about what we've all been doing. Like, hey, what have you been up to? What have you been up to? And it seemed like our lives have all just changed so drastically, you know, from people buzzing around, grabbing their coffee, having two seconds to talk before they dash off to a day of work, come home, take care of everybody, get their – you know, craziness. Now it's like, oh, I read this really awesome book. Actually, I've read four I've books. I've read four? <laughs> you know, or, my one my one friend is an older gentleman he's like yeah I just don't shave anymore (laughs) (laughs) you know I kind of like your scruff you look good that way you know it's just it was kind of funny to see how different everybody is but we were talking about um just how it doesn't feel like we even want to go back to how it was in a way you know and I I find that Amazing, like it really is a reset button. It's like, hey, what are we, what can we leave behind that we no longer need anymore, and what can we grow into? And I think that this is happening, and just beards, no, I say Nicole, like not just growing right beards, right, like <laughs> not just growing beards, like on a much deeper level. And so I, I, I personally, my outlook on on this reset, rebirth, if you want to call it, you know, the the coronavirus time is that it's been this giant gift from the spirit world. And I'm not sure that that's exactly what the original intention was, but I think part of the um, the fallout of it is that there's this chance for us all to spiritually evolve. You know, like there's this ascension process going on on the earth where we are all going to be getting lighter. We're all gonna going to be growing closer, I think, to our divinity. And so whatever that is for each person, whether it's through a religious practice or Becoming one with nature, or mindfulness, yoga, whatever avenue people take, but I do think that it's this opportunity for us to quiet the external world, to calm down our schedules, to get outside in nature. And there are so many people when I go to the park that I mean, I look at them like I've never seen this many people at the park. I've never seen that many humans,
1: point blank. Like I am like do all these people know know how to walk because I didn't know you walked before, (laughs)
0: like. I have neighbors that I didn't, I don't even think live in my neighborhood. I see these people walking and I'm like, I, I've never seen these people before. <laughs> and the never part of came is not even say hi to them. So it's like,
1: it's so nice to see you.
0: Yeah, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to, are you visiting? Or are you, do you actually live here? <laughs> Can I be reporting you? Or like, are you, right. so we have like neighborhood identification pins? Like, do you live here? Right, everyone has to wear a certain pin so we know you belong. <laughs> Or a certain <laughs> arm band or something. That something some, to some, some crazy <laughs> regime. Uh, but truly, people are going, I think they're going inward in a beautiful way that when this is all over, we are not going to be the same people. And so therefore, the world that we're going to create is not going to be the same world. It's not going to have the same values. It's not going to have the same pace. And I'm super excited because I think it's a time for everyone to get closer to God. And in that same light... Like when we are all ascending to a higher vibration, um, you know, in terms of how energy works, you know, I I work with energy. I, I, it's part of like the healing practice that I have. And when energy rises, the other energy around it has to rise to meet it, or completely fall away. So that means, as a collective, if we're all raising our vibration, then everything around us has to rise as well. And if you could just kind of picture that, everything's rising, 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 rising. Or falling completely away when you're done with that process, or you're never really done. But when you get to a certain part in that process, everything will have been elevated. Everything is ascended. And so I think the world that we're moving into is going to be a much lighter world. I think it's going to be a world where we care about each other more, and we are more holistic in our practices. I think this has been a great example, too, for people of just the practice of Staying at home and cooking your own food has been huge yeah, for me. Facebook posts I've seen of people fun. like, um, I've had to fill my dishwasher every
1: day. Every day. Every you day. And I'm like, I don't think my dishwasher, it's going to start saying, you know what? Just give me a day off. Like, can't you just wash it with your own hands? <laughs> like, I am so tired of running. Like, maybe that
0: what that way you can water. do. I'll take care of the trays. Like, it's going to start rebelling. I hear you. Well, I think that that's like a huge part of like our behavior. And then even, you know, people joke about how in nine months there's going to be a lot of babies. But I was thinking about this this morning and um, sometimes I have these sparks of like thoughts that are not my own. So I call them downloads, like downloads from the universe. Um, And so what I realized was, okay, so in nine months we will have had as a collective nine months to... Is ascend, evolve, grow, lighten up, become higher in vibration. That means that the babies who are going to be born are going to be these babies who are born into a higher energy, a higher vibration. So the next generation that's going to be born is almost being forced in these nine months. It's like a compressed period to become this whole new generation of people. So I'm super excited about those kids being born. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Because- Lord knows what they're going to bring to the earth. That could be magnificent. They could be the forerunners for the next, you know, century, which is really cool. And um, the other thing that's going on personally for me is I've had all of this like first chakra stuff going on. Ooh. So the first chakra in our body is um, it's called Muladhara, and Muladhara means root chakra, or root wheel, um, and it's really connected to like health, safety, home, uh, the earth. It's where fear lives often. It's your very first chakra. So it it exists between like your perineum and like your, it's like your genital region sort of. So the chakra shoots down from your body into the earth and it's your root. So it's what connects you down into the earth. And if you think about what's going on right now, the earth is kind of, or our existence here, all of that stuff is really unsteady. You know, we're not sure where maybe our next paycheck is coming from. If we're going to have food at grocery stores, if... You know what this, what our actual existence is going to be like. It's so it's stirring things up, oh. Nicole. Exactly. I am so and excited about- to
1: see just a twelve roll of toilet paper. <laughs> like I could squeeze it and be like, "Oh, I love you, toilet paper," and uh, and totally disappointed they didn't have taco shells. So um-
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can make your own. Take a <laughs> tortilla. Um, this is tortilla. Use a, use a lettuce, <laughs> lettuce, lettuce instead. Of it. I'm like, I have modified
1: dinners. I'm like, guys, you got to roll with this. Like, literally, literally roll with it. Literally roll
0: with this meal. <laughs> literally <laughs> roll with it. I love that you even said, I mean, like, I think the universe to me works in symbols and synchronicities. Like, that is the language that I understand. And when, when I feel like when the universe is trying to teach me something, it's always – putting things in my face that are sometimes funny (laughs) or sometimes just like, so I cannot miss them. So I'm really tuned into like signs and synchronicities and and things that happen in my environment. The fact that toilet paper was the thing that people freaked out about is almost like the universe saying your root chakra is about to be rocked." Literally. (laughs) I mean, we had a virus come through and we panicked over toilet paper. Like, there's a bigger message there. Yeah.
1: There, I mean, <laughs> talk about, like, like, your root telling you to get something. I mean, you... you could... Exactly.
0: And then that goes to my next point, which is... So the root chakra, you know, is all about, like, that safety, health, survival. Right. And, you know, a lot of us are maybe... You could be feeling fear over those things or anxiety over, you know, how am I going to make sure these things exist? Um, but then the second part that... that different thing brings up for me right now is the idea that this is spring and spring is naturally when our bodies want to detox. So, you know, like all winter long, we're maybe eating heavier foods. We're more lethargic and, um, you know, our, our physical bodies maybe don't get moved around as much. And I think we're actually, still programmed as mammals to want to kind of hibernate during the winter. So in spring, we start to wake up. Our bodies are prepared to create different foods. We tend to shed weight because we don't need that warm winter weight anymore. Exactly. So the toilet paper thing and detoxing in the spring, come on. That's like (laughs) 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 another beauty. It's another beauty right there. I mean, come on.
1: I just love that you mentioned quiet and really trying to just, you know, feel this time and embrace it. One of my favorite vacations, Nicole, and listeners is that we went to Maine in this beautiful, outside of Bar Harbor, this farm town where everybody farmed their own food and then shared it. So if you were the pig farmer, the neighbor was the beef farmer. Nobody really farmed the same thing. And everything closed at five and nothing was open on a Sunday. And (laughs) My husband and I landed there from the Lehigh Valley and we're like, where did we go? (laughs) But now going to like that, I I really feel that that experience in that community was so amazing. And it really taught you to slow down. And there wasn't even, we didn't even have cell phone service at the house we stayed in. So we'd have to walk out of the house to (laughs) this like porch (laughs) And sit on the porch and have a phone conversation and then walk all the way back to our cabin. And um, sometimes like this iceberg shift, I mean, we do not have icebergs, you know, moving across the United States and, you know, creating new mountains. But I sort of feel that this this coronavirus is almost like an iceberg a global iceberg that is changing um a shift that that there's this um, and they're even saying dolphins are in Italy and like weird
0: things are happening with nature the shift
1: is moving us forward
0: yeah and I mean going back to like the quiet part I lately have had this cool thing where I mean I sit in meditation every morning the last I don't know five mornings or so when I sit I can hear my oh, heart. Oh, that's beautiful. I have never experienced that before. Now, I've been doing the same practice for a long, long, long time. Like How long? You know, uh, like <laughs> <two> decades long. <laughs> it's a long time. Um, but lately I can hear that, and I think it's just because I'm slow. It's not even the quiet, but there's no urgency. Like, I sit down to meditate, and I'm like, I could kind of sit here for an hour if I want. I don't usually have that luxury, and so – In that real, true settling and rooting, like down, rooting down into that niradha chakra, um, I'm able to access a whole other level of my existence that I've never felt before, my physical body's existence, which to me, it was, I mean, it's been so cool. Like, I smile when I feel it. I'm like, hey, thanks for ticking away in there, heart. How cool are you? You know.
1: And you can, like, visit it for a little bit, right? Like, you can visit it.
0: And and in doing that, like my personal practice, when I hear that, is I picture my body because I really believe in the the power of visualization. But I picture my body every time I feel the heart going boom, bump boom, boom, boom. I just picture it pulsing out vibrancy, oh, good health. It's like radiating good nutrition. Yes, strong. Yes, powerful. I did- Hearty, what is
1: it? Heart rhythm meditation for a while. And that's a huge, interesting study in itself. And it talks about really reaching in and feeling what your heart feels. So I totally get what you're talking about and the power of listening to your heart. Maybe we can attach some good links for other people to, you know, understand that practice and how they can tap into that deeper inner soul that we
0: all carry. Right. Well, I think even just one practice for people right now, if they are interested in in connecting with their root chakra, because, you know, if you think about a tree, a tree needs to have really strong roots for anything to grow up off of it. Most plants do. I mean, you know, take corn. It needs really strong roots so that it can be a nice, tall, upright plant. Um, So right now, keeping yourself stable and steady is the most important thing. So growing down through your root chakra, feeling connected down to the earth is incredibly important during these times when the outside world can be wavery, uncertain, you know, sometimes even scary in a way. So, Just getting people to root themselves down, ground themselves down. And like the easiest thing now that the weather's breaking here in the northeast is just to go outside and walk around barefoot in the grass if you can. If you live in an area where there's a front lawn, a back lawn, anything like that, you can go to the park, take your shoes off and just walk around a little bit because there's actually energy in the earth that can come up through the soles of your feet. You know, if you're wearing shoes, it's a little bit different, but Just being able to walk barefoot on the earth is really important. And if you can get your feet into like a stream of water, if it's not too cold for you, um, it's actually good for you. If it's cold for a few seconds, it's really good for um, energizing the body. But grounding your feet down into the earth is really important. Or even just being able to sit on the earth, if you don't feel comfortable doing that, just sitting down, and being real close to the earth will allow you to connect more with the energy of the actual earth. Because Mother Earth has her own heartbeat too, just like we have our own heartbeat. And so if you can sit upon her and try to connect with that feeling you close your eyes and just almost imagine a root growing down through your legs and your bottom into the earth if you're sitting just cross-legged. Um, Or if you're walking or standing, you could do the same thing for the soles of your feet. Um, Just doing that once a day is incredibly powerful. It'll keep you solid and strong so that you're much more able to deal with the fluctuations of the outside world. And then having said that, you know, the other half of that equation, I think, is how much do you need the outside world? Like, can you, you and I talked about this once before, can you unplug? Can you filter out and have strong boundaries about what you're exposing yourself to? Um, Because you don't want to go through all that trouble of rooting yourself down, connecting to the earth, and then you go home and you turn on Fox News, and all of a sudden, you've got totally uprooted.
1: You've been weeded.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You just got got (laughs)
1: blood. I want to go back, Nicole. Yeah. How long do you think someone should ground themselves? And You know, as a new, I guess, grounder or a first-time grounder, you know, how do you step into that place? Because I think many people are able to do that at the beach. Like, we take our shoes off, and it's so natural to put our feet in the sand. But if I went outside my house, Nicole, and took my shoes off and put my feet onto non-cement, it's going to be pretty woodsy, grassy material. And I'm not sure how many people are totally comfortable, you know, thinking beach to wood. So how do you overcome some of that anxiety of like, oh my goodness, I'm putting my
0: feet on that. Well, that's interesting because for me, it's so natural. Like I love it. <laughs> so it's interesting for me to think that people might not like the tactile sensation of that. Um, I'd say just wear flip-flops or slides out to begin with. Maybe with, you know, just bare feet inside those flip flops, so you can just take them off for a few minutes, walk around, and be done. Put them back on, or if that totally does not feel good to you, and even thinking about it, you know, you can still lay a blanket. Oh, I down love that
1: idea. So just like a simple beast, sit blanket. upon the blanket.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's fabric involved there, but it doesn't have to be directly in the same, like in the the grass or the pine needles or whatever you might be encountering. Least a blanket is maybe sold. that's like. Like you know, it's level like...
1: one, blanket, level two, maybe put my feet in the ground.
0: <laughs> right? Right. And so I would say, too, like if you feel – some people might feel apprehensive about just sitting down and closing their eyes and acting like they're meditating if that's not a practice they already have. But take a book, sit on the grass, on a blanket, read the book, even if it's a book that is slightly inspiring to you or something that's relaxing. I, I don't know that Stephen King is necessarily the one you should take out there. <laughs> Um, you know. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I think one of my favorite books, and it's always at L.L. Bean, not promoting L.L. Bean, but I love L.L. Bean. So we'll just shout it out to them. But um, Nature Fix by Florence Williams really changed my life when it talked about nature and the power nature has. And she does talk about this, like mm. forest bathing. And she has this science about surround yourself with 10 trees. And there are new... Who are literally trying to put 10 trees around highly stressed environments to reduce Mm -hmm. the cortisol level of the citizens living in those areas? So, um, if you're listening, you're like, ah, this might be, no, literally, this is science that's out there and people are talking about it. So, um, you know, try during this time of quiet and slow down to find you know, a really nice place to relax and maybe put a blanket, take your shoes off and uh, relax
0: for a little bit and allow your heart to settle. Yeah, I just, I think it's just so important to connect with nature in general. I mean, if you can really get yourself close to the earth right now, that just, that rooting is really important, um, especially as we shift. And then, you know, just keeping in mind that There, there's always the yin and the yang in any situation. There's always, you know, the good part of what's going on right now and then maybe like the darker part of what's going on right now. And it's all dependent upon where you place yourself in those paradigms. So you can be in the darker, scarier, oh, my gosh, this is starting to happen. What could happen? What could happen? What could happen? Or you can say, hey, whoa, got this great time to reset. I'm going to start thinking about what can I – let go of in my life? And how do I want to create my new reality? And that's just really where I keep bringing myself back to. And I keep finding so much um, hope for it. And I have so much faith in the process. You know, personally, I've gone through a lot of changes. And like, I I tell you all the time, Allison, like, I have so much faith in the process. I know that sometimes we get lost in the details, and we might not understand the bigger picture. And it's so difficult
1: when you're sitting in the back, right, Nicole? It is so Oh gosh,
0: like, yeah, bills coming it's in so hard and, to like, see the light. People yeah, asking questions definitely. and
1: all these voices and ugh, it's just, it's so draining.
0: It really is. But getting back down onto that earth and feeling her heartbeat and just remembering, I mean, there's so many visualizations you can do. i just remembering that. I mean, the earth is the ultimate mother. She is our mother earth. She has all the abundance of everything we could possibly ever need, ever need. There's every, medicine that exists for every illness inside of her. And there's fire and water and and food and air and like everything we need comes from her. So if you can ground yourself down through that Muladhara chakra and just start to really connect on a daily basis... I think like we were talking about before we began this actual podcast, we are talking yeah. about consistency. So you had just asked me, you know, what would you advise to a new person? I think consistency. Every day, just be committed to getting outside and if nothing else, walking on the earth because the cadence of your yeah. feet landing on the ground, I would suggest doing it without AirPods in so you can actually hear your feet touching the ground, especially if you're walking in gravel yes. or- My um,
1: headphones, because yeah, I've been using them so much, Nicole, they died mid-walk. And I had to take them out, and I'm like, "Wait, <laughs> there's birds singing, and it's not, it's not like, yeah, like, wait, like I yes. like Kesha, Kesha's cool, but I can hear things, and uh, it was really um, a good thing. So it is easy to plug ourselves into our headphones, but to really listen to what's happening around us. I want to touch one more thing, Nicole, before." Um, you know, we sort of go, I was watching our time here, and we were talking about Gwendolyn Doyle before, and I love her. I've been really enjoying her book, Untamed, and she mentioned something about she lost herself at 10 years old. So I took her words, and I literally opened up my photo album, and it put me in, don't judge, 1990 is when I was 10.
0: <laughs> and... I'm older than you. That is so that totally okay. To
1: so, but I looked at these photos and I was always dressed up and I was always so dramatic and I was always just the adventurer. I was on top of climbing things and I said, wouldn't it be fun to revisit that? And so I've been really playing with my childhood during these times. So, yes, I'm walking and I'm, I'm doing all of those healthy things. I'm actually offering a Zoom, for ladies and my one friend said oh my pant size dropped in two weeks and she's like I thank you for that I'm like okay that's good but uh, in myself I've just found this fun childhood feeling and I think because I'm not so great about I need to be here and I need to be here that I've taken time for myself as a mom as a wife as a a person, as a daughter, I've, I've sort of taken this time to reclaim myself and what I love to do because I, I feel sometimes I give all the time to everybody else. That this time's given me
0: that time to say, "Ooh, let's have some fun for me." <laughs>
1: what do you, do you know? Think what that, that is?
0: is like? You, I don't. You're not using the same language, but you are reclaiming Ooh. your first chakra. The first chakra is what's what's created upon birth. Like that's the first thing that we, if you think about it, you come out of the womb and these are the things that a baby needs. It's safety, security, a home, food, yeah. nurturing, comfort, warmth. This is the stuff that the first chakra is made of. So it makes total sense that you're going back to childhood. A lot of people right now, um, I was listening to a, a podcast earlier and the woman was saying, this is the time for us to go back to our childhoods and you know if there's anything that needs to be let go over or cleared this is the time to clear it and to help heal it to recognize it to love that little child within you there's a lot of inner child healing going on right now on the planet so what you're doing is exactly that what's is going so on cool. right now. Like this is what we're being called to do. And by doing that, by healing that first chakra, I mean the chakras go from the the base of your body up towards your you know above your head. And so you think about building the foundation. like you're building the foundation for your new life right now and you're doing it through joy, experimentation, innocence, um, exploration, all those things that we do when we're really little before the world tells yes. us who we ought to be. That is Glenn and that's, and that's right the fun. Like,
1: everyone told her. Yeah and that's absolutely. why I went back to like what did I look like in like that 90 uh, 1988 to 90 Like what was Allison then? And as years, you know, sort of like the onion with Shrek, like you start to have all these layers and labels and you're like, now I'm this and now I'm that. Now I'm the teacher. But like if you pull back all those layers and you go back to that 10 year old self and you can feel that again. You're like, wow, that was so exciting. And I hope to hold that. We talk a lot about like, what do you want to carry with you forward in Corona and at 39 and a half, just to state that, Um, I want to hold being passionately childish. And that sounds really odd, but I still want to have that fun, like, uh, learning and ready to play almost with life. And maybe it's because death is so close to us that you want to be alive and feel alive. But um, that's where I'm going. Um, with this. And I'm really excited. I started doing makeup, which was a dream I wanted to do when I was 18. So I was doing makeup again. And uh, it's just been a real sort of a revival is it, uh, for myself.
0: And that's what that's what ascension is, we are ascending into the fifth dimension. And in the fifth dimension, it is about lightness and joy and creation. It's this beautiful new dimension that we're moving into as the earth ascends. And interestingly, what you just said about going back and, and like, feeling the layers. Today I was listening – I only could hear the first few minutes of it because I was I was in the middle of doing something else. But Glennon Doyle's Instagram okay. TV post today, she got on with no makeup. Her hair looked like she just got out of bed. And her whole point was she wanted us to get back to who we are inside. And she used I'll, – I'll end our podcast today using this analogy that she used. She said, you know, you know those – snow globes we have as kids she's like you know how you shake it up and when you shake it up you can't see the thing that's in the middle because there's all that yeah i totally know what you're talking about yeah so she was like so this is our lives we are always shaking up the snow globe so much that there's all this distraction we can't see the thing in the middle but right now because it is so calm and quiet and still and we're being asked to do less to stay inside to have less interaction she said everything is settling and she's like it's settling to the point where you can see the thing inside there are no more distractions and she said the thing inside
1: is Aww. the human
0: being the human being who you are and she goes and a human being is you being not doing being being and then she started to talking about like her journey through her um, through her healing, you know, uh, her detoxing and her um, her growth out of alcoholism. And she she said, right now can be a hard time for people because there are less distractions, and that means that we have to focus on being yeah. and not doing and being again, goes back to that first chakra. That's the first thing we established as a human being. So it all just ties together in like the most, I think, I fantastic way. I think this way. is totally <laughs> a wrap
1: and we're going to have to carry this conversation. I think we could probably spend a good 30 minutes just talking about our uh, love of Gwendolyn and her books and what yeah. she's saying out there in the world and um, how it's resonating with both of us.
0: Right. And Glennon Doyle is like, um, she goes on every day on Instagram, TV, I think, and she has a message. So anybody who's listening, who wants to click on it, it's Glennon Doyle and her latest book is called Untamed. And so, and it's all about this. It's all about being and finding your inner truth and living from that place. So thank you so much. for It was such a today, pleasure, Allison. Nicole. It's
1: always so much fun.
0: Yeah, keep having that fun, girl. (laughs)
1: We'll talk to you later, Nicole. (laughs) Bye.